Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hey everyone, Katherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and your host of the Uncluttered Office Podcast. I have an incredible guest today. So much fun that she and I have chit-chatted for the first 40 minutes before we even hit the record button. So Deb Creer is president of Wise Women Communications, a full-service marketing and PR firm, and she specializes in social media. One of Deb's passions is working with C-level professionals to help them create stellar LinkedIn profiles. I'm not C-level, but I sure could use a stellar LinkedIn profile. She also hosts a bi-weekly podcast, The Business Power Hour, which is part of the C-Suite Network. Deb has an MS in Communications Management and an MBA in Business Management, and I'm pretty sure we could classify Deb as an overachiever. (laughs) Glutton for punishment might be the other. degrees there. I have an MBA. (laughs) Many people don't realize that, that I have an MBA. Mm -hmm. And then when I went for my interior design certification, everyone said, well, you have to go and get your, uh, I don't remember what it's called, AB, I think Mm. is what it's called, Mm -hmm. Associates. And I said, I already have a master's. I went for the minimum. I'm like 45 credit hours. I can be Mm -hmm. done, done. Mm -hmm. And then since then, all this stuff with productivity that I do Mm -hmm. is really more certification oriented. Really haven't gone to some higher level. But you could have alphabet soup after your name. Probably, yes. And I'm not sure that that's something I necessarily (laughs) need. So I started with LinkedIn. So let's talk about social media presence. Let's say I'm brand new. I never have seen social media before. What is the first thing you suggest I would do? Cool. Well, first, thank you so much for having me on your program. It's always fun to be on the other side of the mic. Right. Um, you know, and, and so that's fun. I think the first thing that you need to do is figure out your why. Mm. Why do you even want to be on social media? And what is the goal? Are you just wanting to have fun? Okay, that's a totally different platform than I need to promote myself professionally. Right. Um, you know, and, and so figure out your why first and don't think you have to do everything. I only have LinkedIn and Facebook. I do have a Twitter account that my producer uses to promote our our program, but that's it. I don't TikTok. I don't Snapchat. I don't do any of those other things because I'm like squirrel. I'd never get any work done. And so I focus on just LinkedIn and Facebook because that's where I can get the biggest bang for my buck. Right. So I've really moved more towards LinkedIn mm-hmm. at long last after having gone down the rabbit hole any number of times on Facebook. Oh, I really yeah. don't do anything on Twitter, but I think I have if this, then that set up so that anything mm-hmm. I post on um, 
Instagram goes oh, to Twitter. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because Instagram is truly a business feed mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Facebook, I'm on for chit chat, but mm-hmm. I just added a Google Chrome extension that I can't remember right now what it was called. News Eradicator. I think it was called ah, News Feed Eradicator. News Feed Eradicator. Mm-hmm. Because what I was finding was I would go into Facebook to run mm-hmm. my group program mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I would see Susie said X and Joni needed Y and, mm-hmm. and, and oh, cute cat video. And oh, look, mm-hmm. my friend Ned posted a picture of his pug and oh, I really have to comment on that and oh I want to help her with this and an hour and a half later so I got this such a productivity suck life changing (laughs) and I'm a productivity management person so I really should know about these life changing apps and such Mm -hmm. Uh, it was it was just been amazing for me and it's not that I don't still have Facebook on my phone or that I can't go search I can but it just really limits that whole going down the rabbit hole Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's stick with LinkedIn. Okay. Because I could use all the help I could get. Well, Let and it's the professional platform. Mm-hmm. Ask about LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. One of the things that really drew me to you right away, because we were in, interviewed together on yes. a different show mm-hmm. that I'm flaking right now, and that person will be terribly it was hurt. Tara, wasn't it? Tara it Alameda? Was Tara. Mm-hmm. So it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And you're very personable on a corporate medium. And I'm calling LinkedIn a corporate mm-hmm. medium. Right. There's sort of two places I want to mm-hmm. go with this. The first one is, how did you get to the place of comfort of just being your personal mm-hmm. brand there? Mm-hmm. And was that like a journey for you? Or you just said, this is what I'm going to do. This is how it's going to be. I mean, you're a pro at this. So if anyone would know how much we could be ourselves on right. LinkedIn, it would be you. Right. Well, the big thing, you have to be authentic. You know, if you're a very serious person on any of the platforms, if you come, you know, if, if you try and be the funny, the glib, the whatever, and you're a serious person, it's, it's just not going to work. Right. Um, so, you know, clearly I'm chatty Kathy. You know, I like to post fun things. Now, I don't post the really funny things that I post on Facebook. I don't right. post those on LinkedIn. They're just, it's not professional. But, excuse me, I do want some of my personality to come across in LinkedIn. Because we connect with people knowing more about them. And so if you're seeing things that like, oh, wow, that, that looks like a fun person to get to know, that's the goal. Right. Um, you know, and, and so that's where you're going to post things. And, and you know, it's not necessarily what you're posting. It's the tone that you take. So you know, I might say, hey, peeps, on, on LinkedIn, or you know, as opposed to fellow professionals, because I would never say that. Um, you know, and, and so it it is, it's just letting a little bit of your personality, but I tell people kind of tone it back on LinkedIn. You know, we do have to, to be professional. And the nice thing is LinkedIn kind of self moderates and, and things like that. And and we're not going to see the cute cat videos unless you're a vet or, you know, some things like that that are there. So, you know, it's, and, and that's, that's one of the reasons why it's a great place to be because it is professional. You're not going to go down the rabbit hole unless you want to. You know, you might think, oh my gosh, that's a great marketing video. That's a great article about whatever. And so you're going to to go off and do those. But but yeah, it's okay to still have a bit of your personality there. Um, You know, and also have it in your profile. You know, there are places for volunteer work. There are places where you can talk about, um, you know, what you do for fun all these things because we connect with people we know, like, and trust. You know, right. we, all, we all know that. And so it's perfectly fine in your profile to say, you know what, I love reading fiction. 
right. or you know and and things like that because it, we we connect with people that we're similar to so right. that's where that kind of comes in is to to have a bit of your personality there so that people go oh hey you know she she looks like a cool person or you know just don't think it's going to work hmm. interesting i found it really fun last summer i learned how to surf mm -hmm. you know not many people who are 53 years old out there right. learning how to surf. Oh, not me. And it, it was super fun. I loved it a lot. And I, I'm hoping to get back to it. It's been mm -hmm. sort of a weird summer. Thank you. You COVID. can't wear a mask. Yeah, you know, you can't wear a mask. <laughs> you, don't have to. you don't have to wear a mask when you're surfing. That looked very funny, I have to tell you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, costume surfing yeah. could be kind of interesting, maybe. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's been a very, I think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, I feel like LinkedIn has had a softening of formality. I feel like it's not quite so stiff and corporate as it was, say, a year and a half, two right. years ago. Or is that just my perception now? Is that because of COVID? Like, what I think it might be a bit because of COVID, um, because I think we're on it more. You right. know, we're home. We feel like, okay, you know, we, we can go on that platform, whether it's for, for business or, or uh, personal use. And so it's just being used more right now. Now, more in a professional way. I mean, that's, that's okay. But I think just because there's more people on it, we're, we're finding out that we're getting, like we said, you know, more of people's personalities that are on there, you know, funnier posts, videos, um, as long as they're still professional, that's okay. Uh, you know, I've, I've seen some really funny things talking about somebody's home office and, you know, this is, this is what we have to deal with. And they show the cat, the dog, the kid, you know, all of these various things. And we, because we're all going through the same thing, we go, oh Yeah. <laughs> you know? You should see what I've got in my office. <laughs> right? And I have to tell you, so there's something, I think it's on Twitter, where they evaluate um, offices that are from Skype. And now I guess uh -huh. they're doing it for Zoom, too. Oh, how funny. Mm -hmm. And it's very funny because mm -hmm. some of the clients that I work with, mm -hmm. all the clients I work with are in offices. Now, mm -hmm. all of them are in the home offices. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And... I've, I've really had this opportunity to help people to say, oh, you know, maybe you want to shift that a little bit. You we had that conversation days. before the program. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. We talked about this and, and what you could be doing in your office space or, or you do what you do, which is to have a background. Mm -hmm. And that's, there's nothing right or wrong about either way. But if you do have a very, very busy background mm -hmm. um, when you're on video, first of all, it sets the tone. Mm -hmm. Do you look like a professional? Right. I mean, so... Most of the artwork in here that mm -hmm. I have is very professional. And then, right. I, mm -hmm. you know, I pointed out to you earlier, I have a teeny tiny little figurine of Ruth mm -hmm. and a little bit there. of a, there she is. Yep. And a little snarky sign there about productivity and mm -hmm. being last minute, mm -hmm. which is funny as a productivity coach to have that, mm -hmm. but it's still relatively professional. Right. It's professional. It pertains. You mm -hmm. know, nothing in here looks like my kid's right. room. Mm -hmm. And oh, so one of the people I had interviewed actually was in a guest room and didn't have a choice. You know, the mm -hmm. bed was the background, et cetera. Right. I was like, all right, somehow you got to green screen this mm -hmm. so you can't see mm -hmm. that. Bed. Right. You know, the rest of it looks fine. It's a beautiful room. Mm -hmm. It's clear. It's perfectly mm -hmm. decorated. His wife mm -hmm. decorated. Just gorgeous. Right. But, and you know, the other things around the room were fine. I was like, either mm -hmm. you got to move the location of your desk mm -hmm. and your recording area because mm -hmm. he doesn't normally work from home. Right. He's got access to a co-working mm -hmm. space and, you know, he has got partners and they're off doing things. So, mm -hmm. It's, it's a very, you know, it was an interesting time because it happened so suddenly for people. Mm -hmm. Right. 
you know, I talked Oh, yeah. It to, was you. Um, you're not coming to work tomorrow. Tomorrow. Right. I um, talked to the people at West Elm to follow up on an order because I was ordering desks for us for mm-hmm. home office at our beach home because we were going to stay there a month mm-hmm. and we needed to have desks to work mm-hmm. at. Right. And it was some fascinating things happened. The first thing that happened was it was very hard to get a desk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Everybody and I called desks. myself and I said, mm-hmm. what happened? And she said, just right. everybody just instantly mm-hmm. bought desks. Right. And I, 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 you know, here I am in the industry and I didn't really, I, I mean, I knew mm-hmm. that people were going to mm-hmm. have to buy desks, but I didn't realize like how much right. they were just mm-hmm. overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. The second thing that happened trend wise was outdoor spaces. Hmm. And suddenly these stores were wiped out. Right. Mm-hmm. Chaise lounges mm-hmm. and fire pits. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the third, and then I will move on from this, is uh, the vacation style RVs mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. boats. Mm-hmm. The boating industry yeah. has exploded. You can social distance pretty good out on a lake. <laughs> and no, you know, not for nothing. But when we went down and we're in Fenwick, my brother drives his boat and we felt very comfortable. The wind's blowing, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're going fast, mm-hmm. you're swimming, mm-hmm. you're doing things outside. And we were a family unit. So we were very careful to mm-hmm. stay within that family unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, having a boat was amazing. Right. You know, it was a great way to feel you were going somewhere. Right. Right. Well, remaining relatively mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. Which right. is an amazing thing. So it's fascinating to see the shifts. I'm sure there are going to be many more, but let's get right. I'm going to, I'm going to, oh, we'll bring it back. back. We'll bring it back. <laughs> that was all me. I just kind of got excited there because I think it's so interesting. It is fun. So, oh, yeah. And this is the fun thing about podcasting mm-hmm. is you get to delve deep into topics that you may or may not expect are going right. to come up, mm-hmm. which is really fun because I do create interview questions, a little mm-hmm. background on. Yep, they're there. They're there on my other screen. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and, and we may or may not follow them. I've had mm-hmm. situations where we got through every question, right? but most of the time we don't. It's a conversation. We're running along, having mm-hmm. fun, having a conversation. And I love podcasting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I, I never thought I would say that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you look, go back and listen to the first few that you ever recorded. Oh, <laughs> oh, they're horrible. Oh, but that's I okay. Script. I was mm-hmm. reading. Mm-hmm. It's a nervous wreck. Mm-hmm. And then I did many by myself before mm-hmm. I started interviewing people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this happened to you. Mm-hmm. The minute I started interviewing people, I was hooked. Oh yeah. I, I never it. wanted to go back to me just talking alone again. <laughs> no. Now I could. I mean, I, you know, yeah, I'm, I could talk to myself, but it's much, much more interesting when I get to talk to somebody else. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. So tell me a little bit about your journey with podcasting. Mm-hmm. How did you get sure. involved in it? What made you decide to go on C-Suite Radio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're getting close to 600 programs. I mean, I've been doing this a long time. Wow. And initially, I was in Denver and went and was a guest on an internet-based station. Um, So I went into the studio. It was an internet-based radio station. I was somebody else's guest. And, you know, and I'm so shy and I don't like to talk. (laughs) And... (laughs) And I thought, this is fun. I want to do this. And so I pitched to the station that I would do a program just twice a month because it was an hour's drive each way for me to get to the the station. And I wanted to focus on talking about social media. He said, sure, that'd be great. We don't have anybody doing that. Did that for a while. And then he said, we need you to come in every week. It's a popular program. People love it. 
blah, blah, blah. So that was great. I loved it because I was face to face with my guests. I mean, they were in studio. We really were sitting having a cup of coffee and, and all oh, sorts cool. of stuff. I've done um, that once or twice. It's fun. Isn't that fun? It's way fun. You forget that the mic is there. Um, oh, yeah. and, and so you have to watch that you don't say something you shouldn't. But, but yeah. Um, so then we moved to Atlanta. Holy schmoly. And so I talked to the station and they said, well, you're our most popular program. At that point, it was Mile High Radio. And they said, what do we need to do to keep you? So we did live Skype. Well, yeah, you know, I was like, okay, we'll, we'll work this out. So we did live Skype interviews and that worked and it didn't work. When it failed, it failed spectacularly. Um, you know, my guest wouldn't have a connection. I wouldn't have a connection. That happened several Ooh. times. They'd forget to hit the button at the station. I mean, all sorts of things. So then we chatted again and I said, what if we pre-record? Mm. And then I just send you the thing and you plunk it in. Oh my God, that was the game changer because then I could interview people around the world. You know, we weren't having to talk to them at two o'clock in the morning or, you know, whatever for them. And so, you know, it just gave so much more flexibility. And around that point, I kind of ran out of social media questions. And so we changed to just talking about business topics, which, you know, that's, that's an almost an infinite number of of guests that, that we could have on. And so we do, we pre-record, it's a, an hour long and I do two programs a week, um, you know, and, and so it's, it's fun, but you know, I get to meet, people always ask me, what do you get out of it? I get to talk to some of the coolest people in the world. Oh, I mean, definitely. you know, I talked to, I did an interview yesterday, it'll air next week. I talked to a woman about privacy and she was with the NSA for 30 years. Wow. I geeked out. Um, you know, I've talked to people about hypnotherapy, you know, mm-hmm. how that can help with, say, public speaking. If you're a manager and you have to, you know, um, I've talked to, you know, obviously regular business topics, you know, how to do website, how to do social media. We still talk about that. We do a lot on LinkedIn, obviously, um, you know, things like that. But it really is so much fun to talk to people from around the world. I mean, I've had guests from, from everywhere. That's amazing. That's just amazing. Did you find yours evolved over time? It sort of oh, sounds yeah. like it did. It did. Mine did. Mm-hmm. Mine has totally evolved from mm-hmm. sort of being, I'm just going to teach you about how to be organized mm-hmm. and productive right. to let's talk about not just an uncluttered office, mm-hmm. but let's talk about an uncluttered mind. Right, right. And mm-hmm. so I've brought in guests on all kinds mm-hmm. of topics. Uh, mm-hmm. So a gal who talked about sleep. Well, right. not for nothing, but mm-hmm. sleep matters. Oh, definitely. Great mm-hmm. at being a professional. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's been the fun part mm-hmm. of the evolution of the mm-hmm. podcast. I haven't changed the name. I don't think I will. Mm-hmm. It still works. It serves its purpose. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, from a marketing perspective, it tells what it does. You know, right. and I always tell people, like with mine, the business power hour, I can talk about whatever I want. It's my program. Right. So if we're not talking about strictly business, well, too bad. It's my program. <laughs> Sometimes a little monkey business is fun. Right, right. You know, and, and it, it does make it nice that we're part of C-Suite Network now. Right. Um, Mile High went through some changes right. and, you know, still a great station. They're actually not based in Colorado anymore. So that's kind of funny. Um, that is funny. And, you know, and, and it just kind of came about that Jeffrey Hazlett, who is head of C-Suite Network, came to me and said, we're starting doing podcasts. We'd like to talk to you. Would you, and we would like you to, to be one of our, our headliners. And so it's, it's a great organization. They do lots of different things, Um, but I love being part of it with my podcast. That is awesome. I just got on iHeartRadio, which is 
exciting and fun. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say just, it's probably been about a month, but I forget to talk about it. Isn't it funny right. how we forget to talk about like the great things we're doing? Oh, I know. We never talk about ourselves. You know, that's the, that's the funny thing. It is funny. And that's, so that'll take us nicely back to LinkedIn mm-hmm. and how important it is that we do talk about ourselves mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And here's my question because you've helped me remember it from way back earlier in the conversation. I got uh, someone approached me on LinkedIn. I connected with them and they said, thank you so much for connecting, et cetera. And then proceeded to tell me all about their business. And not in an icky way, but in a kind of like. A little smarmy salesy though. Just a little. I mean, I've definitely got ones that were more so. I mean, what it made me wonder is, is should I be doing that in a really gracious kind of way? Or is it better to respond by saying, hey, I'd love to learn more about you and your business and mm-hmm. let's have a, and, mm-hmm. you know, a live, right. live virtual <laughs> meeting? Because mm-hmm. I don't think any of us are having live meetings. No, we're Zooming. We're going to be Zooming and Zooming and Zooming. So, Which is cool because we can Zoom with people around the world now. Oh, I know. I've always loved that. I've been working with clients via Skype mm-hmm. internationally when mm-hmm. I was designing offices even. Right. I designed right. an office mm-hmm. in Denmark. Mm-hmm. Oh, using cool. metric system mm-hmm. and using, you know, Ikea Denmark. It was hilarious mm-hmm. having to kind of try to translate. Anyway, that's not the point of the question. It's the point of the question. Here we go again. Here I go again is, do you think that's a good idea? Like, let's say you've connected with someone, mm-hmm. they connect back. What's your next step with that person on LinkedIn? It's more about kind of getting to know them. Because I think where we we go ew with the smarmy salesy is we connect with somebody, so we accept their their request to connect, and then bam, they've got an automator, which immediately sends us the, here's what I do. And I always love the ones that say, we can help you with social media. I'm like, really? Did you read my profile? (laughs) I've I've told people that. Clearly, you did not read my profile. Yeah. but so it's, it's more, you know, it's, it, you know, we think about how we, we do it in person. You know, we, we go to somebody, we know, a, you know, we, we meet them for the first time at say a networking event, we shook their hand <laughs> and, and we ex- exchange business cards. Right. Then maybe, and, and we might do a little bit of a pitch, right. you know, just, but, but just a little bit of a pitch. Right. And then we might exchange emails. And so on LinkedIn, it's kind of the same thing where you do that initial, you know, here. And, and you don't need to do your 30-second pitch because they should have read it in your profile. So then it's following them, you know, seeing their posts, commenting on their right. posts. So becoming kind of a, a trusted friend right. before you try and sell them something. And then it's, it's one of those things that it just, it takes time. and. Yeah. Now, I, I have a friend who's a LinkedIn expert who even the smarmy salesy ones, he responds to. Now, sometimes it's, you know, he's poking fun. He's, you know, but, but he will respond to because he said, you know, they're just not doing it right. They're right. not doing it to be offensive or, or anything like that. And so he will respond and he'll say, that sounds interesting. Maybe there was something in there that he really was interested in. And so he'll ask for a little bit more, but he doesn't, he doesn't do what I do, which is I ignore the smarmies. And the point is maybe I'm missing a really good business connection because I ignored them and, you know, and, and I need to be the, the, the better person and kind of bring it back to a professional level. Right. And I think that's where I'm trying to get is mm-hmm. to be more open mm-hmm. and saying, thanks so much for your information. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's have a virtual coffee. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, if it really did sound, now you, you know, I go to their, their profile and I look at it and if it does look interesting, then I'll say, hey, you know what, let's Zoom. You know, let's, let's do a little bit more and, and see if there's a way that, that I could help you, you could help me, you know, whatever it is. I, I got the ultimate in smarmy. This blew my mind. Uh, someone commented on a post that I really need to talk to you. And it's like, okay, great. Let's have a mm-hmm. phone conversation. And we did. We had a mm-hmm. phone conversation. And, and it was the way it had been proposed to me, it was clear that the person wanted my help, like my mm-hmm. coaching, consulting ah. help. And I was like, great. Right. Potential client, let me learn all about this person, really get ready. Mm-hmm. Be, and, and what I found in the course of the call was, wasn't the right fit. And that was fine. Not right. a problem. That happens all the time. Clients mm-hmm. for us. But at the end, it was, oh, make sure that you promote me out to people or something. Not quite oh. those words. Uh-huh. Close enough that Tell I was friends. like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You just took a half hour of my time. Mm-hmm. To now tell me I should be promoting it. Right. Right. Yeah, that's not exactly how it works. No. Well, you don't know enough about them to do that. Well, you know, and it's interesting because it would have been fine if the person approached me and said, I want to talk about our business and see how we can collaborate. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, is there some synergy Mm -hmm. between us? Mm -hmm. Instead of, I want to be your client, Mm -hmm. which was, it's a fine line, the two. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, I just was kind of really, floored off. Mm-hmm. by it. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. That was, and then I was floored by it. That's, that's the nicest thing I could say about oh, yeah, it because I can yeah. tell I'm going to go down the rabbit hole if not nice. So we're going to yeah. leave it there. Yeah, it's, it is interesting. Some of the pitches that you get, and some of them are people that I've been connected with a long time. And all of a sudden I get this pitch, right. um, you know, and, and, or the, one of my favorites, they've gone through my contact list and they say, I would like you to introduce me to boobity 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 boo. And I'm like, no. And and I tell them, you know, I'm sorry, I just don't know enough about you in order to be a good person to, to you know, because if they came back and said, well, why are you telling me about Catherine? Oh. <laughs> and and so it's just, you know, I want to know more about you before I can can tell you, you know, tell my friends about you. And so there what we're doing is we're skipping steps. Right. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we mentioned COVID and I know we're limited on time. I think people are spending more time the right way doing this. Right. We've got all this time. We're not commuting. Oh my gosh. People who used to commute even a half an hour each way, that's an hour that they've right. got. Spend it on LinkedIn, folks. Spend it making connections, make true connections. Um, right. You connect with me. Hello. <laughs> we'll make sure that they can do that at the end of this. Now I lost what I was going to say. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Connecting, LinkedIn, it went right out of my head. The other thing we have in common, and hopefully that thought will come back, is that we're both cancer survivors. Yes. And my worldview changed dramatically oh. as mm-hmm. I came out the other mm-hmm. side. I'd be interested in just like maybe two minutes because we don't want to be like Debbie Downer. Right. So I don't know about you, I'm like one of the happiest, most upbeat people yeah. ever. About um, how did it change your worldview? Did, how did it change know, your business? I think one of the biggest things was that I learned really don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff that five years ago I would have thought, oh, the sky is falling. And now it's like, okay, whatever. You know, right. it's not worth the effort, you know, all of those things. And I learned that as much as possible, because you can't always do it, get rid of the negative. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got that person on Facebook, on, you know, in your life yep. 
wherever who is the whiny, 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 bitch, bitch, whine, whine. Right. You know, and you might still have to deal with them in some way for whatever reason. You might be related to them. I mean, who knows? But if at all possible, get them out because that's a mental health thing. I mean, you know, right. you were talking about sleeping and, and things like that. When we get our minds in those negative places, we're not going to be productive because we're focusing on, ooh, ick, blah. And of course, right now, we're in the middle of the pandemic. We've got all of these racial issues. I mean, the world is in turmoil. And I, you know, it's it's hard, but I think we need to focus on the positive. Um, I agree. That, now, we're not ignoring those things. I mean, you know, that's, that is, and, and I've had people who have accused me of that. Well, you're not being, okay, whatever. And of course, those are the negative people that I don't want to be in touch with anyway. But, you know, it really is, life is short, right. um, you know, and, and so do you want to focus on the sky is falling right. or, oh my gosh, look at the sunshine. And it's funny you say all that because I found that COVID was kind of easy. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we've been here. We've done this. We know how I to know. wagons. We know how to stay home. And oh, yeah. you know, I didn't wear a mask when I was going through chemo. In retrospect, right. I really wish mm-hmm. I had. I had mm-hmm. no, and I mm-hmm. did get very sick. I was supposed mm-hmm. to be wearing a mask on a plane and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I ended up having to miss two weeks of chemo mm-hmm. and then go back. And it, it, it turned out great. Like, believe mm-hmm. it or not, there was a huge silver lining in mm-hmm. that by week eight, I was exhausted. I wasn't feeling mm-hmm. well. I was right. really done with chemo and mm-hmm. I had to take these two weeks to recover mm-hmm. from being sick. Mm-hmm. And they had no idea what I had. They didn't know if I had C. diff or what. Because mm-hmm. of course, when it's chemo, when you're in the middle of cancer, everything's a drama. Oh, I know. <laughs> right? You so sneeze twice. Yeah. And, oh, you know, uh-huh. mm-hmm. So, and of course I was getting all the shots for, mm-hmm. uh, increasing your white yep. blood cells mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, yeah. I've forgotten all what that was, but thank God I've forgotten. I'm almost, I'm almost, I'll be five years out in September. So it's four and a half Yay! years. Like, I know it's really exciting. Five is the big number. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of said, we know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and we picked, like I said, our, I've right. said this before we got on, I, we picked our people, you know, my yep. sister-in-law and mm-hmm. brother-in-law and mm-hmm. we'd have pizza night with them on Friday night, mm-hmm. socially distanced, separate mm-hmm. plates, separate kitchen time, mm-hmm. separate everything. Yep. And, you know, that was my mental sanity. Mm-hmm. I knew yep. if we could be with one other mm-hmm. couple, one other set of family members, mm-hmm. we couldn't be with parents mm-hmm. because they're so high they're, risk. Yeah. You, um, yeah. We don't, we don't want to take any risk. Mm-hmm. I wasn't willing to do that, mm-hmm. but I did it, you know, finally get, while we were in Femic Island, Delaware, we did get to see my parents quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was insistent mm-hmm. that we all wear a mask in the house. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. Right. You know, I cooked dinner with a mask on mm-hmm. because it made no tasting. it feel safer. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. No tasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a big shift. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you made me oh, realize yeah. I did, did, totally mm-hmm. can't taste the food anymore. It's so weird. I'm like, I, I, like you got to get a spoon and mm-hmm. uh-huh. a separate phone. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and we probably should have been doing that all along anyway. Oh, but yeah. like, that is definitely, mm-hmm. it was kind of weird to wear a mask mm-hmm. to cook, but I didn't want her to feel like I couldn't make her meal and, right. and, and have an enjoyable evening mm-hmm. where we could get together. We ate mm-hmm. outside entirely. So this is the thing. Like mm-hmm. I had a whole thing on, on Facebook about this mm-hmm. with someone. And I said, I'm kind of loving. We go down to Greenwich, Connecticut, which I used to live in Greenwich. I don't mm-hmm. anymore. And so we would never go. Mm-hmm. And I needed to go down there for, I don't know, some juice cleanse I was doing Monday, which was a colossal fail at. I think we'll pass on the juice cleanse. It was good. It was tasty, but it, I was starving. Yeah. So, <laughs> so at any rate, we ended up going and having like a bite to eat. Mm-hmm. And they've shut down the bottom half of bottom third or quarter of the avenue. Mm-hmm. And that's mostly where restaurants are. Oh. 
And it's all the restaurants have spilled into the street and they're mm-hmm. lovely little tables with mm-hmm. umbrellas and you can eat outside. Mm-hmm. Do you know we've already been back? Mm-hmm. We love it oh, so yeah. much. We're talking mm-hmm. about that being one of our new routines that once mm-hmm. we will go to Greenwich yep. and eat outside mm-hmm. and have a lovely little meal because mm-hmm. we kind of felt like we were in Europe and, you know, we had to give up mm-hmm. the UK trip. So yeah. we're kind of like, how can we recreate oh, yeah. in a positive way mm-hmm. something in a really kind of mm-hmm. negative Situation. Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen a lot of people doing that. I mean, look at the 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 families that are now doing things together that right. that normally didn't. We have a big trail behind our house, and we walk on it every day because we walk the dogs. Right. But seeing the families on it, wow. even three months in, we're still yeah. seeing the families. Not as much, but you know, there for the first month, it was like you know, you could tell people were like, get us out of the house, right. exactly. um, and then they closed the trail down. That was, oh, that was traumatic. And they, they patrolled it. My husband got the police. People said, you need to go home. And so, oh yeah, that was bad. That was bad. You know, seeing the families out and about and, and like you said, going and and enjoying spending time having dinner because we couldn't before. And, and some of it is, I think we do have more time because, you know, we laugh about the commute. I mean, I'm in Atlanta. Oy. You know, the commute is, is horrendous. Even just, mm. you know, not going to networking meetings, things like right. that. You know, we're saving so much time there. And so what are we doing with that time? You know, some people are reading, some people are watching TV, some people are napping. I mean, you know, gardening, baking bread. I started baking bread. Oh my gosh. No, that's, um, that's not going to happen in yeah. my world. I'm not and baking puzzles. bread. Jigsaw puzzles. We've been doing jigsaw puzzles. I mean, you know, just things like that. And so it'll be interesting Six months, a year, you know, right. from now, what of this is still carried forward? You know, what, what did we find that we thought this was nice? Right. Let's keep doing this. I got three certifications. <laughs> wow. Yeah, all with the Institute for Challenging Disorganization. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't hard to do mm-hmm. because I had more time. What I missed and I had to reconfigure mm-hmm. was that when I would be in the car driving places, I would mm-hmm. listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and so that's gone. Mm-hmm. I will. It's not because what I discovered was most podcasts are around, like this one are around mm-hmm. 30 minutes right. and I take a 30 to 35 minute power walk. Ah, so perfect. I pop in my headphones and mm-hmm. I listen to a podcast while I yep. power walk and it's back. It took me probably two and a half months mm-hmm. to realize like, oh, I feel like I haven't listened to Patty's or Debs mm-hmm. or whoever's mm-hmm. podcast in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, well, this is a time I can do this. Right. Listen mm-hmm. while I'm walking. Yep. Oh, um, yeah. So on that note, we really, speaking of time. <laughs> I know, I know. It flew. I go it over. flew. Mm-hmm. I always go over. Mm-hmm. Deb, how can people find you? The easy way is my website, debcreer.com. So D-E-B-K-R-I-E-R.com. And all of my connection information is there, LinkedIn, Facebook, all of those things. Be sure to tell me that you saw or heard um, Catherine's podcast um, because that, that will make, that, that's just a, an instant way for us to connect, right. um, you know, because I go, oh my gosh, what did you think? You know, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, so just debcareer.com. I'm going to be sure to include that link in the show notes and also the link for Business Power Hour on Well, thank you. Sweet- Oh, uh, well, you better tell me. I don't have it in front of me. C-Suite. C-Suite Network. Network. Um, but yeah, okay. just thebusinesspowerhour.com. Okay, perfect. Makes it That's very great. Easy. I am so grateful you came on the this show. This is so much, so much fun. so much fun. 
It's always great to have wonderful guests on, and I am looking forward to staying connected with you on LinkedIn and and elsewhere. Can't wait to talk again. Sounds great, Deb. Take care. Thanks, Catherine. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Catherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.